that is going to be your secret sauce. So the big question is, what are top agents doing to absolutely crush it in real estate? To get the answers, we interview the top real estate agents to learn their secrets to success. If you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. My name is Andrew Dunn. And my name is Peter Michael. Welcome to Elite Agent Secrets. This brings us very nicely into actually topic number two, the Small Bob Mighty, Small Team Big Production. How big is your team itself? Yeah, so we have 10 total team members. So obviously, I'm the team lead, CEO, if you will, um, Rainmaker. And I have a director of operations, Sarah, who is absolutely fantastic. She started with me as an executive assistant, and I quickly realized she was totally underpaid and totally overqualified. Uh, And she quickly got a promotion within the first year. And she's been with me for several years right now, and she's amazing. I have a um, marketing coordinator, Alyssa. She's fantastic. Um, She has just really just been brought a really great creative, um, you know, angle to our marketing. Um, and that's, and that's hard to impress me coming from a marketing advertising yeah. you know, background. I, I, so I can she, understand because that's, that's my background too. Yeah. She's, she's amazing. So she's great. We have, um, you know, a, uh, executive, um, assistant client coordinator as well that assists on the admin side and assist the team members, um, you know, with buyer, you know, consults and gifts and, you know, presents and events and all of those things. And then we always have an intern on the admin side. So that is my admin side. And then on the other it's side like half of your team, right? Exactly. We have a lot of support, which is good. And then on the other side, we have five agents. Uh, I'm actually, you know, I'm obviously one of them and then we have five others. So the intern, I don't really count because they kind of go in every single quarter. We have a different intern. But um, as far as the agents are concerned, um, I would say they're all senior agents um, at this point. They all are very well versed. They've all done mm-hmm. deals against me on the other side and negotiated <laughs> against their boss at one time or another. And they're dedicated to their craft. You know, we have mandatory meetings. We have mandatory education. We have mandatory script training. And I feel that there's a lot of, you know, teams out there, a lot of people that are doing, you know, individual on teams, 30, $40 million, $25 million, $10 million, whatever it may be. And they don't script train. They don't, you know, they're not dedicated to putting it looks time like you aside. play a professional sport. You don't show up to practice. You don't scrimmage. And then you expect yeah, you to win the, the Super Bowl. Or right. you, it's like, what? You got to do preseason. You got to train in the, the off season. I mean, you can't be rusty. And I think the commitment to being better tomorrow than you were today is really important on my team. I, you know, we're, we're real estate advisors and experts. And when people come to me, whether they're spending $17 million on an estate play or they're spending, um, you know, $250,000 on a condo or something like that, you know, I want to be able to give them the best advice for their investment that is quite large to them. Yes. Yeah. And, and, Perspective. That is a huge thing, right? Absolutely. For somebody, 250, 300, 100,000, doesn't matter what the price is, is probably one of the biggest purchases they're going to make or are making. To us, Absolutely. we deal with whatever, you know, we're, we're going to dive into the top, next topic soon. But before we do, 
if you may be dealing with a four, five, six million dollar purchase, you may be dealing with a fifty million dollar. Or in my area, there's some houses for like one hundred and forty million dollars. I don't even know what goes on into buying something like that. So by me advising a client like that, I'm doing them a disservice, right? right? So knowing the craft and knowing what that looks like, having the perspective, putting yourself in the other person's shoes, it's huge, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a, it's a secret to success when you can really understand not only your clients and mm-hmm. what their goals are, but also your team members going back to the team aspect. I mean, it's, it's really, if you can, if you can quickly get to the root of the problem, that is going to be your secret sauce. And I, everyone says to me, Aaron, what's your superpower? It is totally reading people. I can quickly read somebody and I can pick up when I need to pull back. If my Philadelphia is getting too much, if you will, in the South, right. Or if I need to put, you know, put the gas pedal down or, you know, if I need to be more analytical or if I need to be, you know, more high energy, like it just, or if I need to, you know, take it down a notch, you need to be able to play to the audience, but you need, your delivery has to be super authentic because it's yes. a relationship business. It's I, I love what you just said. It's a relationship-based business. You're here for the long term. You're not playing the short term. Anybody listening to this, if you're going to be a fly-by-night cowboy and you just got your license because your, your, your grandma, your sister, your aunt, your uncle has one, and you're going to make a commission or two, you're planning on selling a house or two, you're going to get devoured, especially in what's about to happen with the shift that's happening, right? When this episode airs, it's going to even be more um, hitting hitting a little bit closer to the heart. But with, with all of this said, it's like, again, you're doing your clients a disservice by not knowing the basic stuff, by not, know, by not understanding what it takes to close and buy a real estate transaction. If you're advising your clients, I mean, I'm, I'm getting to this point and, and Aaron, we'd love to get your feedback is when we talk about real estate, we have a tendency to forget about how much we actually know and how many times we've actually done this. And the other person may be doing it for the first time. Maybe they're doing it for the fifth time. But the last time they did it was five years ago when the market was totally different, right? So when we talk to them, I always tell my clients like, hey, you may not know how to get from Boca to Orlando, but there's a GPS. I'm your GPS. And all you need to know is the next mile up the road, aka when you put that offer in, the next thing that's going to follow, I'm going to submit it. It's going to get accepted. Your head's going to hit the pillow and you're going to be like, oh shit, what did I just do? Don't worry. That's normal. That's called buyer's remorse. Sit through it, grab a drink, watch some Netflix, call me in the morning. Everybody goes through it. You're buying the property right. I I always look at ourselves as advisors, right? We're here to tell our clients the good, the bad, the ugly, the facts. Not about how much commission we're going to make. Not not anything else. We're not at the center of this. We got to remove ourselves. But we have to push when we know it's the right decision. We have to be the leader. So taking... You know, taking your foot off the gas or putting it down. I, I can very much relate with that because if your heart's in the right place and your intent and you know your stuff, you have the confidence and the ability to advise your clients the right way. Absolutely. I mean, just to add to that, I would say, you know, I always tell, 
you know, our buyers during buyer consults, you know, we're here to educate and advocate for you. And, Mm, you know, it is, yeah. And it's, it's, it's very true. I mean, you're hiring us to be your expert and we start off with the consult. So we walk them through the process at the very beginning. And I mean, it's even like so many people, so many agents are so fly by night and they don't want to explain even like in our state, you know, a buyer, an exclusive buyer's rep agreement. I don't put anybody, I don't work with anybody without that. There's a lot of people Ooh. that don't like to have those tough conversations. And it does not matter if you are a $20 million buyer or a $200,000 buyer. My time. Okay, Erin. This is a Something. big controversial topic. I know. And I know it's not one of our direct topics, but how do you have that conversation? Because I'm assuming the big production has to be because you guys are actually protecting your income too. At the same time, you have those conversations, those hard conversations up front. So then you're setting the right expectations. Yeah. You know, we have um, people that fly in all the time, you know, obviously just like you do that um, are coming into our marketplace and we sit down with a consult at our office or if we are starting to work with them, we'll maybe do a Zoom call and we go through our buyer book just like we would if we were in the office and we're flipping through it and we kind of talk to them. We We tell them who we are because maybe they just went to our website. Maybe we converted them on Zillow. Maybe they called off of a sign call. They, it doesn't matter. The main thing is we accept the appointment mm-hmm. and they don't know what they're really, what the buyer consult is maybe. Uh, and we explain, this is everything you need to know. You may have purchased 17 homes in California, but you've never purchased a home in Tennessee. And so I'm here as your expert. I'm going to walk you through it. You're going to ask like, what are tax stamps? What's this? What's that? You know, we're going to kind of walk you through. It's just like the homestead homestead, um, exemption in Florida. You know, people Ah. aren't going to know what that is, right? And you're going to have to explain it to them. Yes, yes, yes. It's just one of those things. And we go through it and I say to them, you know, one thing that we do, and I and I love this, you know, when we talk about mirroring and, and talking to who you're dealing with, if it's a if it's a couple, right? One of the things I script with my with my team members is, you know, if there's good camaraderie and you're starting to like have a really good I mean, you kind of look at the couple and go, remember when you two talked about being exclusive? And they start giggling. And I go, we're exclusive. I'm gonna be your only real estate agent. I'm going to devote and find off markets for you because in this market, not everything is on the MLS. And if you want that perfect home, we're going to be driving the roads. We're going to be picking up the phone. We're going to be connecting with our sphere, our network of builders, developers, and we will find you something. This is why it was so important that we got so many off markets. So about, so we do about 80 off markets a year. And so it's a lot. It is a lot. And it's because of our relationships. I mean, we're a top selling team here in Nashville. You know, we're, we're well known. And so when we call people know we have great buyers, right? They're ready, willing, and able because we qualify them. We do the buyer consult. And so we're dedicated. And I tell them that we're your exclusive agent. Hey, I just wanted to jump in here and let you know, if you would like access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. Now back to the show. Yeah, I think that's so huge. And I believe or I feel that a lot of agents don't get the buyer um, agency agreement specifically because they're afraid that the client will walk the other way. But what right. I'm picking up from you, Aaron, is you show them the value and what you're going to do for them. So, and the buyer, like nobody knows what a buyer agreement actually is when they're right. sitting on the other side of the table. So when they're sitting down with you, 
they're like, oh, okay, I'm buying real estate. It's a bunch of, you know, it's part of the quote unquote legal paperwork or legal stuff that just needs to happen. Right. Right. Um, and, but, but the way you're positioning is I'm assuming you're not like, Hey, how are you? Here's a buyer's agreement. You're like, Hey, how are you? Buyer consultation. Let's dive deep. Here's who we are. Here's where you are. Here's what we're going to do for you. Here's the advantage of working with us. Oh, and by the way, let's just take up the legal stuff here really quick. Here you go. Bang. And then you, well, I will say that it's, it's absolutely the value add proposition. And then I talk about agency in the state of Tennessee and what that looks like and why it's important. And I say, and here's the buyer's rep. We're going to come back to this. Okay. We're going to come back to this. And then I go about the whole buying in Tennessee. So I'm building the value add proposition. And then I said, this is why it's important, you know, to have somebody who's on your side. You know, if there's a for sale by owner, we talk about how we're going to approach that. If there's a builder and they decide to go out on a Sunday and drive, it's we, they know that they have to put our name down. You know, there's certain things that we talk about on the buyer's thing. So we don't lose our commission because our time is valuable and we're professionals. And if you don't have that mindset, you are going to really regret it. And you are going to lose thousands and thousands of dollars of income. And I, mean, it's I think really we can important. do a whole other episode on the importance of the buyer agency agreements and how to do totally. them properly. The reason why, I, like I said, I don't feel a lot of agents get them is because they don't build enough value and they don't know the proper process of introducing it. And it's that scarcity mindset of like, God, I'm going to lose the commission. Listen, if they don't want to use you. They will not use you anyways. So get over yourself, right? I will say I, I'm probably like, Two out of a hundred will say, I don't feel comfortable signing it. And I say, absolutely fine. And, and I look I at my client. Yep, absolutely. Because if you if they don't get that and they don't if somebody's working hard for you day in and day out, sending you off markets and doing that, and you don't understand and you want to work with five different agents, that's not I mean, I I fired a professional athlete that really well known because they wanted to work with several agents, whoever would bring them the house. And I work with a lot of professional athletes. It was a referral from another professional athlete. And the wife was just like, no, I just kind of want everyone just to bring me something. I said, unfortunately, I don't work like that. If you don't sign an exclusive buyer's representation agreement, it's not worth my time. It was a $15 million buyer, you know? So it was, but this is, you have to be okay with saying, I'm worth more than that. My value and my time is worth more than that. And that is what separates you from a real estate agent to a thriving entrepreneur that runs a real estate company. Yeah. It's a difference between having a hobby and having a business, right? Oh, so just, sure. just numbers wise, you, I know you guys do a lot of volume. You have a very yeah. small team. What's the average agent production removing yourself out of the picture? Because I know you're the outlier. Right. Yeah, your so, average yeah, agent so, does what? 10, 15, 20 million? Um, I mean, so like I said, I mean, I'm doing 52% of it. You know, Georgia is my senior agent. She did about 30 million last year. You know, then you've got some, you know, that are right there in that kind of like high 17 range. And then you've got some that are, you know, a couple years in the business in that 10 range. They're kind of reaching out to that six to 10 range. Mm -hmm. Um, And they'll, and they're growing, they're doing some first time home buyers. They're, you know, increasing their SOI, they're doing events and things like that. So, you know, 
We have another agent who, you know, is an amazing agent, but she's focused on, you know, um, growing her family right now. And so she's not going to be able to pick up leads and do things like some of the other ladies are going to be able to do. And that's okay because yeah. we've sat down, we've goal set. And one of her main things is expanding her family. That's so totally fine too. It's just alignment, absolutely. right? She's not part-time by no means. She's not part-time, but she is not going to do 40 deals. She might do 10 deals and they might be super high end or they may not. I mean, she's just um, a lover of people, you know, and it's kind of like when her bandwidth is there and she knows when her bandwidth is full. And I respect that. And I think that's very, very important um, to know that. And so we have a very good synergy within the team and we help each other out. And I think that's the biggest thing. And, you know, this is where we're approaching a time period where four of the agents are out of town coming in the next thing. So everyone's covering for them. And it's just part of it. What do you see is the biggest difference between your $30 million producer versus like your average six to $10 million producer? What is the difference? The years in the business. Yeah, just experience, um, right? Experience. You know, Georgia, you know, has been by my side for eight years. And, and previous to that, she was she was an, has been an agent for several years before that, worked on other teams and stuff like that. So, you know, for her and I, we have a great synergy together. I ca- consider her my work wife, if you will. Um, she it, it's very difficult for us to negotiate against each other. Because she knows what I think before I think it. And I will <laughs> she probably you, knows you better than you know yourself and vice versa. And, it, and, and I know her, but it's so funny. We did a deal and it was a five and a half million dollar deal together. She had the, I was the listing agent. She was the buyer's agent. And this is right before the market took off. Um, after um, Right before the pandemic and how it shut down and then exploded, right? So... I had this five and a half million dollar deal. They brought the buyer. They converted it. Um, somebody had called. They converted it. Great. They brought me an offer. We had a meeting in the minds. Accepted it. They brought me during this time period. Of course, as a listing agent, you know I know I've been doing this long enough. I'm still cultivating backup offers, and I had a cash backup offer. So I'm waiting. They do their inspection, and she decides to send me a 52 point inspection repair proposal. And I got on the phone with her and I said, Georgia, gosh, thank you so much. This was so thought out and, you know, how it was written. And I could tell it took a lot of time. But unfortunately, I have a cash backup offer that has no repairs on it. So we won't be doing any of these repairs. So you either need to take it or move on. And she was like, oh, Kruger, you're killing me. Like, come on. And I'm like, I'm not bluffing you. Try me. Try me. They took it as is, closed it. It's a beautiful thing. But the best woman win in that scenario, right? <laughs> it was a win-win. Her clients now sense, because that was right before the market took off. I think the house is worth $2 million more now. So, you know, wow. her clients won in the end, for sure. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode. If you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. 